What up, Airs and Co-Airs? It is I, your boy, Elliot Nelson, and I am back again with another episode. I am not the only one back. We are back again with another episode. Here is the On Air Podcast. I know that we were supposed to be back with another episode the week after that. We should really be on episode four, but things have happened. I'm also joined by my beautiful bride, Miss Larissa Nelson. Hey, y'all. How are you doing today, sweetie? All right. I took a nap. Well, that is <laughs> that always makes for a great great day slash evening for you you didn't have a tough day today thank god the lord's pretty decent today yeah for you mm-hmm. not necessarily for me when you take that nap she was on my head <laughs> the entire time but that's neither here nor there so we were absent for the past couple of weeks and i guess we'll update you guys on everything that has transpired so well it's not really everything we fell crazy sick in this house um yeah i don't know what was going on you know, we live in a forest, and... Why do you say we live in a forest? Because we live in a forest! Just because it's Wake Forest. It's called Wake Forest, and there are literally trees surrounding us. Okay. We live in a forest. Anyway, there's a bunch of pollen, and it was so bad. I thought I had COVID until I went to uh, urgent care, and they told me that they're seeing a lot of people actually for sinus infections and you know sinus stuff so yeah we both had really horrible sinus infections Allura caught a little cold so yeah we're better now thank god because that was the pits well i think they're better i'm still coughing oh yeah Um, i don't i don't know what's going on i don't know uh and robitussin seems to be not working that's why i have this water this glass of water in my hand (laughs) as i uh, continue to talk now i tell everybody especially on meetings at work you need a syrup in wayne's cup i bet you that <laughs> <laughs> but i tell see and i'm about to cough just now <clears throat> but i tell everyone in meetings anytime i'm having a conversation there's going to be a point in time while i'm talking where i cough so if i forget to mute my mic when I do cough or I feel a cough coming, please don't mind me. And if you have any remedies, anything to get rid of a cough, because this is week three. And if I don't get rid of this cough by Friday, I'm going back to the to urgent care of somebody and asking them why. Why am I still coughing? I've already been tested for COVID and it was negative. So therefore, we can rule that out, guys. Please do not message me saying you should probably <laughs> get tested. I'm pretty sure that I've already checked off all those boxes. I'm still dealing with some sinus stuff. And really it's because I've been gone from Raleigh for the past two years, uh, two, what, two and a half years. And so because of that, me coming back to Raleigh, especially when Indiana does not deal with pollen, like at all. Yeah, we barely have any pollen out in Indiana. No, not even barely. You have we have a little zero. Bit. No, we have a little bit. When I don't see my car covered covered in yellow snow, that's an issue. Well, it's not an issue. It's it's a better issue for y'all. Not necessarily here, but Paula has calmed down. Like I'm looking outside at our patio and seeing stuff that I need to clean up because if I don't do it, Larissa's not going to do it because she's going to die probably before I do. Uh, and I'm the one that I feel like I struggle with the pollen the most anyway. Um, so yeah. Everybody is is just a struggle all around over here. So yeah, there's that, and then also, and we can really, I guess, just kind of segues into our conversation. This week is a very big week for us. 
and Larissa's probably going to sit and like, what do you mean by it's a big week for us? She probably didn't really remember until she got into the car and smelled uh, the air freshener in the car. And it wasn't by happenstance, but May 3rd, around this time, well, we're recording this on May 3rd. This should be out by May 5th, hopefully. But um, May 3rd, you were preparing to get on the plane to see me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and this kind of segues into the conversation, but this happened, what, two, was it 18, 19, 20, uh, three years ago. Wow, time goes by fast. Time flies. Where's my Drake uh, drop when I need it? But yeah, uh, this time, around this time, really at 7 o'clock at night, you like packing up. We're on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to, to board the plane the next morning. And yeah, this is kind of the big start of. Oh, okay. So I, I, I'm thinking I flew in on the 5th. I did fly in on the 4th. Yeah, okay. you flew in on the 4th. Yeah, I remember this. This day so briefly because, and I'm looking at these trees right now, and it's reminding me of how I felt as I was preparing to fly in to see you. It was just so peaceful and calm, and the windows were open. It it was kind of how it is right now outside, just super still, not too much going on. It wasn't necessarily sunny. I feel like it was overcast, which is, you know, what it's doing outside right now, and I just remember feeling so at peace and so not anxious. And that is very different for me because I have struggled with anxiety pretty much my whole entire life. And so a moment that big, you know, I kind of felt like I was going to be anxious, but I wasn't. So, yeah. Yeah. And me, matter of fact, I want to know what my Instagram history says. I always look forward to these around uh this around this time because oh the archive the story yeah, archive. the archives let's just see what's what's going on in my archives yeah, I, I don't well I don't. one andy minio was teasing us about a song that he ended up releasing like months later and then let's see hit create on this day let's see i can't see it i know but i'm looking oh all i did was post it my weekend is here because i was getting i was I had the next like two days off because you were coming in. But yeah, I think around that time, I don't know if I was, <clears throat> I don't think I got super nervous until maybe minutes, not even minutes, maybe about an hour or so before your plane landed because you yeah. texted me and said, it's arriving early. And I was in at my parents' house still like just chilling, oh, just yeah. waiting and I literally was like, oh, shoot. Like, I wasn't expecting you for, like, another hour and a half. And I ended up jetting to the airport. It's not close to your parents' house. It's definitely not close. Um, but you know me. Well, you don't You don't necessarily know how I drive by myself here in North Carolina. Because you think I drive slow. Period. But me by myself on 540, hopefully the feds ain't watching and that they ain't listening. But I hit that. I hit that gas pretty hard and I got there within like 20 minutes or so. Wow. And then you took forever to get off the plane. And so I guess, you know, one of the, one of the things I wanted to talk about, because not only that, not only did that happen this week, three years ago, but just last week you applied to be part of the, or you, you didn't do it last week, but you applied to be a part of the Sephora squad. And this is the second time and you it didn't go the way that you had planned it. So I really wanted to 
have the conversation about expectation and expecting having an expectation as a son and a daughter of God, but more importantly, what that looks like in really the totality of our life, the expectation expectation that we had coming into this week three years ago, but even down to you having the expectation of, yo, like I'm going to apply for Sephora squad again. I'm believing God that I'm going to get it this time because I didn't get it the first time. And the results not happening the way you planned it or where you thought it was going to go. I think a lot of people deal with the fact that I have faith in God to do something. And when it doesn't happen now, what? Yeah. Um, and so one of the scriptures that is kind of like the basis point for this conversation is really Hebrews. I don't, I don't got the, the number in front of me, but without faith it's impossible to please God. And I always think back to just that scripture in and of itself is that literally without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews eleven six. So when it comes to having an expectation, do you feel like when God, when, when we hear have an expectation of God, that doesn't come with the actual promise that we think is going to come with, correct? Yeah. So when it came to the four squad for you, how did you feel kind of going into it? Well, even the first, you could talk about the first time, but even doing it again the second time, was your expectation a little different from the first and the second? And how was your heart after when you received the news that you didn't make it? Um, I I think my expectations were a little bit different this time around. And that's because I feel like the first time I was still uh, strengthening or building up my faith and just a general way, I suppose. Um, This time around, it was different because I told God, I said, either way it goes, I trust you. You know, like, I'm expecting to get this, but my expectancy is not necessarily in the result. My expectancy is in the fact that you're sovereign and that if I don't get this, because I'm praying and asking you and petitioning you and believing and, you know, just having faith in the fact that you're going to do this for me. If you don't do this for me, I know, in fact, you know, that reinforces the fact that you're sovereign, one. And then two, it's just not in your will. It's not in your perfect divine will. And I have to be okay with that. You know, there's, there's no reason for me to cry or get upset or, you know, be envious of the girl's or the guys who actually got into the finalist round mm-hmm. is just, you knew, you know, it's not for me and I don't want anything that's not for me. Now, back then, the first time I applied, yes, I was very salty because I'm like, it, it was basically me trusting in myself and in my own abilities and in the fact that, <sighs> you know, I create this bomb content and I'm popping on YouTube and my makeup tutorials, da 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 da. It's me being pompous in my own self and not really Mm. truly believing in the fact that God is sovereign and that he knows what's best for me and that he knows everything. Right. He knows he sees he's there and you know, he created my destiny before he even created me. And so if this is not in the plan, in the divine plan that he had already set for me, I don't want it. Yeah. Period. And so, yeah, I, I think 
that's how um, <laughs> my expectations went this time around. So when it came to the first time, I don't remember how many years that was. Was that two years ago when you applied for? Yeah, some I applied. Were we pre- were we pregnant at the time? No, we weren't pregnant, but we were newlyweds. Okay, <clears throat> and so the very first time, I know you talked about like you being feeling like yo, this is this is my own kind of doing. Can you speak to how you navigated? How are you able to get your heart to to have that heart posture now to say kind of like the whole enemy has a song or that he says, whatever comes, whatever goes, God's teaching me he's in control. So how were you able to get your heart posture to say, yo, you in control? Like mm-hmm. at this point, like I'm, I'm going to put my best foot forward and the rest <clears throat> is on you. And even even to the point of. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Do you feel like you pleased him in that moment by saying, yo, I have faith in you, period? I believe that he was pleased because I was believing in him and not in the result mm, that I wanted. That's fire. I wish I had to like the, uh, <laughs> I need to, to load up my sound bar. I can only yeah. give you this. <laughs> no, I, I was completely <clears throat> dependent on him and not necessarily the outcome. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, when it comes to situations like this, I can only think of my relationship with the Laura. Mm-hmm. I'm not her father. I'm her mother, but you know, watching her want certain things, like she just wanted the battery out of the remote. <laughs> She's trying to throw the remote on the floor <laughs> to get the battery out of the daggone remote. Probably so she can put it in her mouth because she puts everything in her mouth now. I just had to do that. So So she's throwing the remote on the floor because she's trusting in the outcome, right? I see that she wants the the battery out of the remote. But I know that the battery in the remote is not a toy. It's not good for her. She cannot put it in her mouth. And she's probably going to use it in the wrong way. Yeah. Wow. And so... It is my job as her mother, mm-hmm. even though she wants this really, really badly, I know since she's not going to use it right or yeah. since she's not going to use it for its, its its intended purpose and the way she's going to use it is going to be harmful to her, I have to protect her and tell her, no, she can't have the remote. Yeah. And so I, you know, I guess that's a parallel, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to me and my relationship with God, it's like. You you see everything. I don't know everything. You know everything. You're all knowing. And yeah. so if you see the bigger picture and you know that something in this opportunity is not good for you. And so even though you want it really badly, I'm going to keep it from you because it's not good. And the Bible tells us that he won't withhold any good thing from us. Come on. And so if he's not allowing you to have something that you want. Be it, you know, an opportunity or a job or, you know, if you want to relocate and things are not working out, you have to trust in the fact that God is sovereign. He knows all. He sees all. And he wants to give you these good things because he's your father. And that's what good fathers do. Yeah. And so, you know, again, when it comes to the Sephora squad situation, I had to trust in the fact that. Either you're a good father and you are who you say you are or and and the thing is, he's good even in the nose. Yeah. 
He because is. he's he's protecting you from things that you don't even know aren't good for you. Right. And so, yeah, I, I went off on a little tangent there, but. <laughs> no, we need tangents. <laughs> we need tangents. So I, I, I can piggyback off of that a little bit, and I feel like a cough is about to come on. <clears throat> I can piggyback off of that for for a little bit. Like, I even think back to, like, three years ago when we were – kind of in the process of dating, getting to know each other. And I remember there was, I actually still have the vision in my head. I was in my room when you were texting me saying, I wish you would just make me your uh, girl already or something like that. (laughs) And I was like, bruh, like I want to make you my girl, but no, (laughs) like not knowing the sense of, I don't want you, but knowing the sense that it's not time. It's not time yet. And God had given me, given me a specific, pace that i had faith in like i don't care i don't care how how much you're gonna sit in and fight about it like you either going to a have faith that this is the pace that god has set for me or set for us and i'm just following that or b you can leave because yeah. <laughs> i mean not as quiet as it kept like wasn't and i don't want don't even think i said it to you like that but in my you mind because i probably would have cussed you out yeah but but in retrospect, though, like that's essentially what I'm saying. Yo, you got two choices. You either gonna fall fall in line with this, mm-hmm. or you're going to just go ahead and be out. You want you just I gonna have to be. I wasn't used to that year because I had been with men who are just not. They're not saved. I don't know if they're saved or not right now. But when I was dating them, they I wouldn't say that they were a leader. They definitely wasn't spirit filled. So. I couldn't trust in the fact that they were leading me well because they weren't being led well. Yeah. And even in that moment, I remember like, I remember I literally was in my, in my room in my parents' house. And I was like, yo, she like, like I get it. Like we, we in love, we love each other. We should be together by now. Blah, 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 blah. But I haven't seen you in person yet. Mm-hmm. What if you get off that plane <laughs> and you ain't who you say you are now I'm pissed. Cause I didn't waste my time. Like, and I know, like, obviously we've already been on FaceTime and things like that, but you could have been posing as somebody else. I don't know. But in the same token, I think even in that, like having faith or having faith because I want to please God also was trusting his instruction. Yeah. Like, no, don't pull this trigger yet. No, I've dedicated this time, this day for this moment. Like we, this is going to happen this day. And we've seen even prior to to you coming, you remember it was supposed to rain that entire weekend, and we went and believed God. Or really, I didn't even really pray about it. I was like, "Yo, like I'm not about to let the rain destroy this. Like whatever, it's going it's going to happen. Even if it rains, that doesn't mean that God is not in it. Right. But you needed something specifically from Him, which you've needed a whole lot throughout our relationship. But you needed something from him and saying, hey, if this is the one, I need you to make sure it's sunny, make sure it's not super hot, mm-hmm. all these different things. And That's called fleecing the Lord. Okay. You're going to have to break that down because I don't know about fleecing the it's Lord. It's basically like that. just asking him to do wild things that only you're believing him for. And if he does it, then. Oh, game time. Yeah. So it, in and of itself, like you, you needed that because of. Many different, you know, aspects like you just talked about dealing with men who aren't spirit filled, who weren't necessarily a leader. Like, yo, if this is the one that you have for me, I'm going to need you to make sure that it don't rain. 
that the sun is out the entire weekend that even if I leave, like when I leave, you can make it rain. But at this point in time, like I don't need no rain, period, point blank. If this is truly you, then I need you to come doing these things. And so when I think about having faith, not even the size of a mustard seed, but when I think about faith that pleases God, it's in fleecing, it's in the idea of knowing, yo, he's giving me instructions. I'm going to follow them. I'm going to obey him. And even if I get it wrong, I'm still going to believe the fact that, yo, he, he set me out on this journey. And so one of the things I wanted, I, I started to think about, even today, I think about the many people now who we see online, <coughs> we see online who, I don't, like, we talked about a, a little bit, a time, or actually yesterday, we talked about fake faith. Yeah. And we talked about how people are literally building in a sense, not even building, but relationships, marriages, businesses, being influencers, doing all these things while also performing. Yeah. Performing their faith. And there's two different nuances. It's either you're going to perform your faith or you're going to obey or you're going to have like like radical faith in him. And I think a lot of people now, especially after the pandemic, something weird has happened Mm -hmm. where people are literally like they're building and building and building, but they're not building on the, on the crutch of God. Yeah. And definitely it's the fruit. It's their fruit. I can see it in their fruit. I can see it in like, you can post a devotional all day long and I'm not talking about anybody specific, but you can post a devotional all day long. (laughs) I like I'm not talking about anybody specific she is but <laughs> you can post a devotional all day long that does not mean that you have the faith that God requires and the reason why I'm saying that now and to anybody that's listening is a simple fact that when I think about being an heir like yeah that comes with a lot of benefits but it comes with a lot of sacrifice there is like even when us with us dating of course I wanted to make you my girl at the time. It was super hard not to. That was an ultimate sacrifice for me to die down to my flesh and say, yo, I like I don't know what the outcome is. And just like you talked about with the Sephora squad, I don't know what the outcome is, but I trust you. And I think a lot of people already know what the intended outcome is. Yeah. And that is so that that feels so backwards to me. Because essentially you're saying, yo, like, I don't really need God, but I kinda need him. <laughs> Like at the same time, I kind of need them, but I don't really need them because I have my plan. I have my X, Y, Z. I know what the outcome is going to be. And that's not how God called us to live our lives. Period. Point blank. He called us to live a life of faith. Yeah. And, but what is faith? I think we have to break faith down though. Because the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. And when we break that scripture down, like, if you just go to the dictionary, what does substance mean? What you want me does? To do oh. No, I'm just saying. If you have time to do a quick little study on your own, if you know, if you guys are listening out there, go ahead and do it. Substance. Look it up in the the uh, Greek dictionary since it's in the New Testament. What does substance mean? What does evidence mean? That's a weighty scripture. It's not just you know I'm shooting my shot in the dark. Yeah, I believe. That that scripture is written in code behind the fact that we have to work to have faith. Mm-hmm. We have to have substance in something that we're hoping for. Yeah, we have to have evidence in something that we can't see. 
Right. So yeah, that's that's my little two piece. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I said, I I think when we, even just our generation in general, like millennials, just we're so focused on. I'm very future focused. And you know what? Let, let me put a pin in here. Sorry to cut you off. I feel like that's why the Bible says all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed because it's hard to have faith. Yeah. It's hard. And so I feel like that's why Jesus said if it's as small as a mustard seed and the mustard seed is the smallest seed that there is, yeah. that's all he wants is that itty bitty little size. But that itty bitty little size is hard to have. Right. So that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to throw in there. <laughs> you sure? Like, you got any more? Yes. No, I'm good. Go ahead. Yeah, so I think, like, in a nutshell, when I think about just being an heir and being, hold on, cough. <coughs> I think about being an heir and I think about having an inheritance. Like, I even talked about, I think, on one of my little air talks, I talked about having, like, Abraham is literally called the the forefather of our faith. When I look at his life, looked at the things that God had him to had him to do, every little step that this every little step I take, every little step he took, he had no idea what was next. None. Not even the slightest. So when people ask like, yo, how did y'all get married so fast? Nico, I don't know to this day. Not <laughs> like I I can't tell you like all I can tell you is that I heard God. He said move. He said do. He said, do this. He said, I, w- I want you to get me. I remember being at, at, I'll just go ahead and say it. Remember being at FedEx and God saying, yo, it's time to move this thing along. And I'm like, yo, I'm waiting on the job for you. Like, like I'm waiting on you. I've been applying for jobs and everything. I'm like, no, you need to go ahead and get married. And imagine my surprise that when you open up your Bible that night, there goes scripture about getting married. Yeah. Like I can't, ex- when people ask me stuff like this, there's no like there's no way I can fully explain to you. I can tell you what happened. But if you asking me how I did XYZ, it was all on God and not me. And you know what? It had to be God for me because he knows that if it wasn't if it wasn't anything uh outside of his being wildness because he's God, he could do what he wants and most most of the time he be doing some wild stuff. Yeah. And so he knew for me, I'm like, all right, listen, I, I done messed up too many times. I don't got no more, no more time to waste. I'm really trying to live right. I'm really trying to do right. And I'm really trying to be obedient to you. I'm going to need for you to actually, you know, do your thing. Okay. And I need you to make sure that I know that it's you. Yeah. And if he wouldn't have done that, we probably would not be sitting here right now. No. I I definitely agree. And even like we can get into all the like the details. Like you have you've had dreams mm-hmm. of a wedding for years before even me. Yeah. But you didn't see the person's face and then you started seeing my face. Yeah. I had a dream October uh of me proposing to a girl in a field, October 2017. And I woke up and I said, "God, I'm broke. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> I like like, what do you mean? Well, like, what we what we doing? I called my boy John, and he was like, he was like, that's just encouragement. But I realized that also that meant that a person was one. I think I told the story in the last one. But then the night before we got engaged and inevitably got married, I had a dream. That same dream that happened in October 2017, 
I had it again in November or December of 2018. And your face is right there. Wow. The night before. So I can't explain. I, I, I can tell you what faith looks like, but I cannot tell you how to do it. I can't tell you how to do it. I can't tell you what the outcome is going to be. I don't believe God gives us the forethought of what the outcome will be. Yeah. Even with this movement, we talked about this in the last uh, episode. We had no idea what was in store those next 24 hours. We woke up the next day like, all right, it's the last day. <laughs> we don't know what to do. We don't know what's next. We got to be at this apartment. And then out of nowhere, bloop, our account, there it is. And so I want people to to leave from this knowing that you can never, ever please God in the standpoint of, I got all the answers. I know X, Y, Z. Even with me having a strong business acumen and me having a strong visionary gift, like I'm always in my computer researching, learning, da, 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 da. but at the end of the day, I have no idea how any of this stuff is going to happen. And I think that's why the Bible tells us to have childlike faith. Because again, with the, the when it comes to the example, you know, with me being the Lord's mom or even just you being her father, she don't have any expectation in the outcome. Right. I mean, she might have an idea, but she has the expectation and the faith in you to protect her, to guide her, to give her what she wants, to give her what she needs because you are her father. We're not supposed to trust in the outcome. Don't expect. I mean, I'm not telling you not to have expectancy. I'm telling you to have to expect God to be God. Yeah. Point blank, period. Whether it's a yes or a no. Yes. Whether it's a good outcome or a bad outcome. Like the expectation, the expect, the, the expect, what's the word that people use? Expectancy. Yeah, expectancy of God is literally yes or no. Are you still going to be here? Exactly. And you know what? I had to come to that resolve in my heart this go around when I applied for the Sephora squad. Yeah. And I feel like it was really a test. Because when they announced the the finalists, it kind of stung a little bit. But then I had to be reminded, or I feel like the Lord reminded me, remember what you just told me a few hours ago in that shower? <laughs> and I was like, dang. Yeah. Okay. Because it's real. Like like I said, like people, we tend to have this this pompous thing about us where we feel like because he's God that he has to do it. Yeah. He doesn't have to do a thing. I've said that before. He don't have to do jack squat Mm-mm. because he's God. Exactly. He is the creator of the universe. He owns a cattle of a thousand hills. Not even that, but he don't owe us humanity anything. The, yeah. the, 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 the thing that he gave us was Jesus, and he's supposed to be enough, period. Period. Point blank. I wish I had a period button. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, like he, like Jesus is enough. He's more than enough. And Look at the sunset. Oh, my gosh. It's so pretty. They can't see it, though. It's pink, you guys. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> but, yeah, he like he is enough. He's more than enough. And if you don't take away anything from this episode, just hone in on the fact that God, even, matter of fact, let me, let me pin that. Because I, I wanted to go back to a scripture that always really confuses me sometimes. Scripture that says his promises are yes and amen. I think a lot of people abuse that scripture. 
I think a lot of people, and, I, and I'm not telling you I know exactly what it means because I need to go do my research myself, but it just came to my mind that we oftentimes try to manipulate God into doing something because his promises are yes and amen. We don't see no no. We see yes and agreement. Mm-hmm. We see mm-hmm. yes and agreement. We don't see no. And so when I see a bunch of people post this, like his promises are yes and amen. God's going to do it. Mm, all these different things. And I'm like, bro, like, yeah, he's going to do it. But even if he does it, it's his promises are yes and amen. <laughs> like, like, like talk to me. Like, I just, I just don't, I just don't understand. Like, oh, I'm not saying talk to me like you talk to me, but I'm just saying in general, like someone got to explain to me why we get so full of ourselves. And I think that's the reason why we're seeing a lot of the things that we're seeing within millennials and in the faith is that we feel like God did us wrong. Mm-hmm. And now, because we feel like God did us wrong, we want to take matters into our own hands. And how do I know that you don't have faith in God is because you switch careers like you switch uh, purses. I'm or, sorry. I don't, I don't mean, to, mean to shoot the gun out. you switch men or women or cities. Like you can never just stay seated at all. Cities, and, and that's another one. People move to Atlanta by the droves and then realize this ain't what it, what it cracked up to be. People move move and do all these things all the time. And then now you're looking at God like, yo, like you did me dirty, just like I talked about last episode. Yo, you did me dirty. No, you did him dirty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, he, he didn't do you dirty. You're the one that put your, your best foot forward and said, God is calling me to do this. And then when it didn't work out the way you thought it was going to be, now it's his fault. It's not his fault. And so what I want to, I want you to turn your expectation to God, of God, of not being, he gives me everything. Because quiet as is kept, I love Allure. That's my baby. That's like my best friend. Well, outside of, my, outside of Larissa, that's my second best friend. <laughs> but she don't get everything from me. And yes, I'm going to have to deal with her crying, but she don't get, yes, do I spoil her? I'm her father. I should be able to do that. But there are certain instances where I'm like, no, you can't have that. No, you can't do that. Sorry, we ain't doing that. (laughs) We ain't doing that today. And that is her being inside the will of this house. And so my, my, not even encouraged, but my challenge to everybody out there is, are you willing to be in the will of God? Regardless. By, regardless, by hook or by crook. This is why, like, I talked about an inheritance being bigger than money, cars, um, trust, things like that. Like, when, if I reverse it back to, to Abraham being the founder, the, the father of our faith, he had none of that. What he left on this earth, though, was for us to see how faith should be lived out. In our inheritance, the, the faith that we have in an inherit or the inheritance that we have in faith, that no matter where you go, even scripture, you know, talks about this. As far as the east is for the west, we, sh- we shall be blessed. So no matter where you go, no matter where you put your foot, in, you know, on, no matter what you put your hands to do, you shall be like God shall be there with you. But I, I like this, this notion that God has to do it regardless. And I even have to check myself in prayer. Like, God, you have to do it. He don't. No, he ain't got to do nothing. I have my faith that he's going to do it, but I'm not about to manipulate and force his hand to do something that is outside of his will. That's the key. 
He and he's he's not gonna do it if it's outside of his will. And if it comes to you and it's outside of his will, that's not him. No, he gonna disturb your peace. He gonna you're not gonna be able to sleep. Like you're not gonna be be able to do a whole lot of things because he cares. So I think wow, forty minutes. I thought we were gonna go an hour. Let's wrap this up. I some chicken. Okay, but yeah, that's all I have is. Or that's all we have is we want you to think through what am I believing God for today? What am I believing in him about? And it's, does this serve? And I'm probably going to talk about this in a different video. But if the thing that you want is there to serve your ego, to serve your flesh, even I was thinking while you were gone was that, or no, you were taking a nap when I thought about this. But as a visionary, we tend to think like 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 I've always said. We think future focus. But I said I think one thing us visionaries have to understand is that anything that we're trying to build or anything any vision that we're trying to build out, it's not for our glory. It's literally for God's glory. We are just the steward of the thing that he he is having us to build. And so I had to realize that the Air Society, the Air Collective, Larissa Nelson. All these different brands that we're gonna we have and we're gonna have, while it will it will benefit me monetarily, it doesn't serve me. Nope. Appreciate the money that's gonna come out of it because that's the reward I get for obeying God. Right, there are benefits. There's, it's there's a benefit. Always benefits to obedience, and I'm an owner of it. But in the same token and breath, it's his. He is the CEO. He is the head of this organization, this company, this marriage, this, the, my, my relationship with my daughter. He's the head of everything. And so it'll behoove us as visionaries, as people who are entrepreneurs, as like whatever you're doing. If you are looking to gain some sort of notoriety out of it, you might as well stop right now. Yeah. If you're looking to get praise out of it, you might as well quit. I even see this with mus- musicians. We know some musicians who... Putting out music. <laughs> <laughs> this is so shady. <laughs> and I'm just like, and before anybody thinks, I'm not talking about my sister Loria. But well, we ain't talking about nobody specific. We not, we not. But I, I mean, I've seen some things locally and even on a national stage where you're really not that good, and you're doing this because it's self-serving. You're doing this because it serves you. You're not like you might be shouting like scripture says, those who say, Lord, Lord, or I'm saying scripture wrong. God, I'm saying scripture wrong. But y'all know what I'm talking about. It's the fact that we can we can literally build something up today and say, this is God. And then everybody else will flock and say, yep, that's God. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't think that's God. I'm going to tell you how you know if it's God or not. Do you want to do it or not? Because let me tell you something, the Larissa Nelson brand, me being on social media, is not something that I ever wanted to do. I learned how to fall in love with it because it is what God has for me. And I'm not going to do anything that makes me miserable. I'm just not. And I think that's one of the benefits of being in God's will, too. You're going to learn how to enjoy it because those are the qualities of God. goodness joy peace righteousness you know all of that nice good bubbly stuff and so you're going to learn how to enjoy whatever is in his will for you but if you actually 
want to do something. Me and God have this conversation all the time. I'm like, look, dog, I don't want to do this. There, I feel like everything in my life that's actually came from him, this marriage, Allure, I'm like, look, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be no wife. I don't want to be no mom. I don't want to be on social media. I, you know, I started to not want to move to North Carolina because my family is not here. But when you actually expect God to be God and you stay in his will and you submit and you yield your will and you're obedient all of them benefits, all of the fruit of your obedience, of your obedience is going to grow. Yeah. So. Well, if our hearts and minds are clear. <laughs> no, but for real, guys, uh, if you, no matter where you are in life, like, I, I just want to simply encourage. Oh, play the altar music. for <laughs> Christ to you. All right. I'm about to cut your mic off. I'm about to. I'm not playing. I'm, I'm not just singing softly as you close. <laughs> I just want to encourage y'all because she's doing that because of a specific calling that I don't want to do myself. Uh, but I just want to simply, <laughs> I want to simply encourage people, man, is that, yo, like we've, we've lived out some, uh, some crazy stuff and we're still seeing some crazy stuff. But the beautiful thing is that when you are an heir, Cause you know, I got to end like this when you're on air, when you are a son and daughter of, of the most high and you have access to him, no matter what you have faith in, no matter if it comes or not. So for squad marriage, uh, that business, that LLC, all of those things, whether it comes or not, will you still trust him? Will you have faith in him? That's the key to just being in a relationship with, with God, with Jesus is that, Will you still be his? We can't see him. We can't see him. But what is faith? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. I don't I don't want nobody serving things. I don't want you even serving your business. I know is it what social media is showing us is that like everyone can be at anything at any point in time. Mm-hmm. But I really believe that one, I think a lot of people who I believe that God has given me a credible gift to see into what's coming. And I believe that like, for example, our business and I, I ain't afraid to really talk about it because at the end of the day, what's mine is mine. But I believe a lot of people aren't thinking about the 20 year line, the 30 year line. What are we talking about? 40 years. That's why we're doing the inheritance thing is that it takes a whole lot of faith for me myself to be like, yo, is this really going to be here when I die? And when I pass it off to my kids, like, is it really, really going to be here? And I don't think a lot of us are focused on that. I think a lot of us focus on paying a bill mm-hmm. right now, getting these fancy things. I'm not knocking it. Like, do these things, but just don't serve them. Have faith in God and allow him to order your steps because that's what true faith is. It is not about how you can acclaim and get things yourself and then say this was God. It is about how much I can put my trust in him. And that's it. So We trust in stairs. We trust that the stairs are going to be there at every step. Good job. It's, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring it back. It's just, I mean, it's just that simple. But we trust so our phones to work. Step. We trust our phones to work the same way it's going to work every single day. And and that's the beauty of life. So why can't you just go ahead and trust God that he's he going to do it the way he's going to do it? In the next episode, we'll probably talk about 
how y'all really be out here thinking that God wants you to marry somebody that you're not attracted to. <laughs> Expectation part two. Yeah, because I got a whole lot to say about that. But we'll go ahead and pin it here and so that my wife can eat some chicken and I can go take a shower and then we can have our nice little evening um, together watching our movie. So to all those out there, if you are new here, welcome. Thank you. I probably should have said that in the beginning, but since I did not say it at the beginning, I'm saying it here at the end. Thank you so much for listening to the On Air Podcast with the Nelsons. I am Elliot. That is Larissa. You can follow us on Instagram. Well, one, you can follow the Air Society on Instagram at H-E-I-R, or actually the Air Society on Instagram. You can follow Larissa at the Larissa Nelson. Oh, and there's another the, Elliot, (laughs) on Instagram at the Elliot Nelson as well. If you've already, if you're not subscribed on Apple, make sure you do so. Hit the subscribe button uh, and leave us a rating and comment. Thank you all for who, who made all the comments and the ratings and stuff for us. We appreciate it. You guys get a great hand clap for that. And thank you all to, to those who are supporters. We will be back again next week unless we get sick again. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we will not get sick. And hopefully this stupid cough is gone again. For everybody out there who, uh, yeah, for everybody out there, all of our sponsors that we don't have, we believe in faith right now in the name <laughs> of Jesus. Uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode. This is episode two of the On Air Podcast, and we will see you soon. Peace.